Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everyone. My name is Adam Lyons. Hello. I am uh, joined by the man who looks kind of like Easy E in the microphone. We'll, we'll uh, check our YouTube to see what Mark looks like. I'll post pictures on the Instagram. Uh, Mark Goldmark, say hi. <laughs> what the fuck is up, everybody? That might be the best introduction <laughs> I've ever had. I swear. Whoa, Pretty good. That's we're, great. we're not alone. Once again, we are joined by our third co-host, Aryan. Aryan, hi. What's up, lads? How are you doing? I think we're doing pretty good. It's not uh, too bad. The week, I, my vocal cords, if I sound weird, my vocal cords are strained uh, because mm-hmm. of the race yesterday. Too much I, singing in the shower there, guy, right? Yep. I almost cried, and then there's tears almost, and then there wasn't tears, and then there was mm-hmm. happiness. A lot, of, a lot of my heart will go on. Emotions. I felt like... All of those emotions were elicited yeah. because we watched the the we're just gonna call it the Imola Grand Prix, not the Emilia Romagna, Ferrari, Enzo, Circuit Adino, Enzo, um, Amore, something with pizza, something with F, pizza boot, yeah, racetrack, yeah. When the <laughs> yeah, moon hits your eye right. like a big pizza pie, that's Amore <laughs> Grand Prix. Yeah, so uh, today's podcast, we are reviewing the Imola. We're just going to refer to it as Imola. The Imola Grand Prix. <laughs> it was an electrifying race. Oh, it was to so say the good. Least. It was. It, was, it, it had, was. It had everything. It had uh, fighting. There was fighting on track. There was a big crash. There was rain. There was... Um, just felt like it was a whole season's worth of yeah. races in just one day. Red flag, like, safety car. Red Everything. It had the wet. It had the dry. It had uh, changing had, of tire. It had everything. It had emotion. It had strategy. It, oh, had Formula One cars. It had exactly. drivers. Somehow had a tractor finishing P four and five. Which okay, that's the third time right. you've it made somehow. that joke in the last fifteen minutes, and I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the podcast and listen to the first few times. I'm just, just, I'm just. They've got to hear my comedy. They haven't heard my comment. Oh, I know. I'm playing exactly. with you, dude. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. Arian's new kid on the block. He's got to come in and just really get those elbows out. Exactly. Exactly. But, you know. Okay. Can make I make enemies something? right we off the bat? We spoke about Lando last podcast. Yeah, we, we did. About Lando last podcast. What a race! P3. What yeah. a race out of him. So I guess we could start world with champion material. I think. I think world champion material. Like this year. Oh, not this year for sure. Yeah, definitely not this year. Probably next year or the year after. Oh well, it depends yeah, we'll on how like... it depends on how well McLaren does. I I'm interested to see how he, well he yeah. fares the rest of the season against Danny. I I was under the impression coming into this season that Danny was going to yeah. be the number one driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if that's the case anymore. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I I had my doubts about Lando um, going into this year. You know, like that, that kind of that buzz around him being like the next world champion. I have articles like magazines in my room that say, Oh, Lando Norris, next world champion. I was like, ah, I don't know. But you know, performance like that, he's in a slowed McLaren on old tires and he's defending against Lewis Hamilton on a track where Lewis Hamilton probably should have passed him a couple laps. Oh yeah. He did. He he defended so well, keeping that car in the middle, not giving him any room whatsoever. Even even the Ferraris were faster than him. And they like, cause he he was on old, old soft tires. 
and he defended well, well, well against them for a while. Yeah. Um, it, it just all I mean, the best thing. The best thing I saw him. The best thing of what I saw was when he told the team that I'm quicker than Danny, and he just flew off. And within like a matter of, I think a couple yeah. laps, he was eight seconds ahead. Yeah, yeah. Which is which big amazing. kudos to Daniel. If Daniel didn't kind of give him the position, that would have cost him a podium. Definitely. But Daniel's not a greedy driver. He's he's one for the team. Oh yeah. Um, some yeah. some but, love about him for sure. Yeah. So let's start at the beginning of the race and kind of work our way through the the start. I I woke up in the morning because it was it's nine it's nine a.m. in yeah. uh, Ontario. Yes, and sir. I go and I look at the screen. First thing I see is uh, Fernando Alonso on the wall, and it's pissing rain. Yep. And my mind is my heart is <laughs> racing, and I am like hyped. Not that Fernando Alonso was in the wall; he was fine, made it back on track. But got a, got a point was, actually out of yesterday, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a good kind of workhorse drive from him. Yeah, good recovery welcome, drive. From welcome back to Formula One. Yeah, Come back. Couple of points. It was a decent day for Alpine, I think. Well, they finished it's nine. Decent, they finished nine, ten. Yeah, day. yeah, not bad. Granted, Better we had like what? 15, 16. Four, <laughs> we had four drivers DNF yesterday. Yeah, I honestly thought the Three. Williams had points potential, but they did. Oh, they did. They did. Russell yeah, was in the points at one point. I think Latifi would have made it as well easily. It's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. He, I mean. Showed it in practice a bit, qualifying. He showed it a bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably one of his first appearance in Q two, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been. Yeah, you you do probably correct mm-hmm. on that. Uh, Alrighty, Adam, continue with what you were saying. You woke up nine a.m. Pouring yep. rain. Fernando Alonso in a wall. So that race, I my heart was racing, and I am super excited pre-race like as i always am but extra excited because there's rain there's mixed conditions you have us half the drivers or probably three or four drivers on wets you have drivers on intermediates you have the aston martins might not start the race uh aston ocon uh sorry fernando alonso's in the wall drivers are going off sliding everywhere Nikita mazepin's just like a beyblade out there just spinning around <laughs> i imagine <Yeah>. mazepin <laughs> and then the start of the race was, well, it was amazing, but it that's in my completely biased opinion because Max Verstappen did the two-time overtake. He and really, had a flawless race yesterday. Yeah. Just incredible. Totally. Incredible effort by you, 33. If you look at, I won't hog the mic for this entire podcast, and I mean, I could talk about Max Verstappen being amazing for about 10 hours, but the for him to really like, position that car where he gives Lewis Hamilton essentially no space but enough space where it's legal to understand the rules and the racing kind of etiquette in that fashion and to know that you can kind of just get those elbows out there's a really smart move from him and it it essentially won him the race because now Lewis is in the spray Lewis picks up damage by going over the curbs in your guys opinion should Lewis did Lewis have the racing line going into that corner, or should he have conceded? Uh, no, I don't think he did. I, I don't think he did. I, in my opinion, I, I think, think he's. I think he probably had the racing line, but it's such a, it's such a gray area that it was so, and it happened so fast, it was hard to tell. Um, mm-hmm. Theoretically, like, did he have it? Maybe, probably. 
Should he have still conceded it? You know, maybe, probably. Uh, mm. Like, well, you know, Mac, it's hard. It's, it's. I, I don't know. I think it was hard to see. Like, I understand. It's a really it small incident. I don't think yeah. anyone in the world is gonna just like be like, "How could Max do that?" It should have been a penalty. No, yeah, but, it's yeah. It, it was dismissed super fast. I think the conditions were, mm. yeah. I think the yeah, and it was raining. It was wet. The way he yeah. placed his car. I think he was fine. Max did actually have yeah, the racing yeah. line. They went in. Max went on the inside. Lewis tried yeah. to squeeze her on the outside. He couldn't get ahead, and Max was just like, yeah. "Well, I'm not gonna." ruin this corner just to kind of let you keep your offline he would have had to really like go around the outside of the next section of that chicane for lewis to get ahead and it just didn't make yeah. any sense yeah I th and, at that point when i saw lewis just run over that curb and take up that damage or whatever he whatever he uh, took off the car mm. i thought his race was about to be over because oh yeah in the wet, even a tiny bit of a fraction of your front wing getting chopped off is so much more harder to drive. Mm -hmm. We've seen in first race in Bahrain how the rear end of that Mercedes isn't stable at all. We saw Valtteri spin off a couple times in practice as well. It just isn't stable at all. And I thought when he got hit, it's the end for Lewis. But yeah, they, well, thank God him, he only had it was only the end plate that got damaged. On, yeah. on that wing because it, yeah. it is doable to drive what no matter the condition without that end point it's don't get me wrong it's important for directing air but it's not like you destroyed your whole front wing who was it yesterday that destroyed his whole front wing and still had to drive uh Mick schumacher schumacher, schumacher. Been, i was so been. i mean sorry make schumacher my bad you got to read these like i was i was in my living room and i'm i live with my family and my brother lives here as, as well and his texts to me were adam shut up Adam, shut up. Adam, <laughs> I'm going to get a water gun. Adam, shut up. Seriously, oh my stop God, I screaming. Love Carson. That's that was so good. Because the entire that was race, I was. But that yeah, included that Mick Schumacher incident. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, it's Mazepin. He looks fine. And then I saw the 47, and I was like, no, Schumacher. Oh my God. Please be fine. Like, please, please, yeah. the car, please be okay. Please be able to continue this race. I, I bet my entire house you were getting on the podium. And <laughs> it didn't work out, but you lost the house. Remember what our predictions were? What were our predictions? Oh, I remember I predicted um, actually pretty, very similar to the way it ended up turning out. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, we can go back and double check at some point, but I, I did predict either Lewis or Max. I predicted a Lewis Max 1 2, and I predicted a Leclerc 4 or 5, and everyone called me stupid. Everyone called me stupid. Oh, yeah. You guys called me stupid as I and that. I fucking I'm sitting here laughing. I'm laughing at both you of you. I don't I will I will admit I the Ferraris are faster they've improved a lot. They are faster than everyone thinks. I yeah. told I, you Adam, I've been me. telling you this for months. They're gonna be faster than everyone thinks this year. And people people but doubt. People doubt, but the they are. Place, I didn't think they had it. I didn't think they had it to get P4 and 5. And no. Leclerc, I know he's always been quick at quality and he never like struggles with qualifying, but. He's also like, so Carlos, fucking when he good. Finished, like, what? Carlos yeah. finished. When Carlos P... finished, what was it? P11, P12, what it was in qualities? P11. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Carlos P11, had a, yeah, uh... it was a great race, too. Right. No. Oh, no, I'm making him laugh. I was I'm joking with this guy. <laughs> yeah. He, um. <laughs> He's been playing too much Dirt Rally 2.0 WEC and WRC 7. Yep. <laughs> I think Carlos actually, this is just a rumor, 
So, you know, don't don't hold me to this. But I think Carlos Sainz Jr. was like something broke in his Volkswagen Golf, which he drives the same car as me. No big deal. Uh, and he had to go to the shops. But the shop was only open Sunday afternoon. It was only open. He could only get an appointment because of COVID. So his dad was like, son, I will race for you. And Carlos was like, vamos, thank you. And mm-hmm. so it was Carlos Sainz Sr., famous rally driver, was driving that car. <laughs> or at least you'd think, because he was all over the fucking gravel. <laughs> was that the longest explanation for a stupid joker? Yeah. I just I just muted you halfway through. I just want to volume from like what it is right now to like. Zero. Oh my god, yeah. that's yeah. so fucking funny. I'm sorry. I knew exactly where you were going with that as soon as you said uh, he drives a Volkswagen Golf. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same car as me. Yeah, I know. It's no big deal, bro. You tell people. Me. You tell people that. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't want to think. I don't I've gone to like the mall with Adam before, uh, and he'll be like, "Hey, you know, I drove the same car as Carlos Sainz. Yeah. The people he meets just in the mall. Just like she can be seventy-five, and like this grandmother can be seventy-five using a walker, and Adam like boots the walker out of the way and goes, "Hey, I drive the same car as Carlos Sainz." <laughs> Yeah, I could do. I can. Well, do I got the same car as the Formula One Ferrari car because yeah. I got a tractor. Hey, so. hey, That's a- hey, hey! I thought we just went over the fact that they're faster than we think, than everyone thought. Tired well, a tractor, of the, a tractor can be pretty. Tired of the tra- tired of the tractor jokes, my guy. <laughs> tired of the tractor jokes. Well, your your favorite team yeah, is Red Bull, isn't it? Ca- isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Red Bull. Red yeah. Bull is your favorite team. Well, they won this race, but their other driver. Exactly. Their other driver. Checo yeah. finished P11. That's pathetic. Pathetic. Yeah. Sergio, Sergio okay, disappointed, well, to say the least. Yeah, we can take a couple moments uh, to talk about Sergio Perez. Yeah. Qualified P2. That's fantastic. Yeah, great qualifying. That's great Saturday. That's what well, good. good conversation on Checo, guys. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> no, Checo's race was not very good. The Red Bull no. isn't the easiest car the Red Bull isn't the easiest car to drive, I'll admit. It's a lot easier yeah. this year, more stable. It's his second race in that car in a track that he's only had two races in. It's wet. Granted, everyone's had two races in on that track well, so some far. some of them have only had Remember? one. Think about that. Don't be. Yeah. <laughs> but the, with the changing conditions, he had Lewis Hamilton making a mistake. Max Verstappen almost lost it under the safety car. Yeah. But hey, what I don't get, like, sorry to interrupt, Adam, but what I don't get. Is Max started in second gear? Oh, Checo started in one. Like, wasn't there wasn't there enough conversation between the two of them to know they got to start in the same gear? Because Max I don't, flew on the second gear. I I don't think so. I think the rain like for them was kind of expectedly unexpected. Yeah, like they had a feeling, but it just they said it just kind of you know caught them off by surprise a little bit during the morning. Yeah. So I don't think. You know, like Max would really say, "Hey, I'm, I'm trying to beat you in this race. We're lining side by side, but I'm going to give you the key." It might have been a, "This is how much grip I have. This is how much torque I'm going to need. I know this car. I know the yeah. gear ratios. I know everything. I'm going to go second. Where Checo, I don't believe, has that experience in the Red Bull to know. If it was the racing point, he might have thought of that, but that just shows the next level of Max. So, like, it, it, that also it, comes with a lot, like the the five years experience Max has had in a Red Bull car. Yeah, uh, he knows those gear ratios yeah. better than Checo. And he knows exactly. that car, oh, the torque response and all of all of that car that car stuff that he needs to know. Yeah. I think to be fair to Checo's 
was his first time in the wet with the with the Red Bull with the RB. What is it? Sixteen. What is it now? The RB sixteen B. Sixteen B. Yeah, it's the first time with his RB sixteen B in the wet. Mm-hmm. Similar to how um, Vettel or even um, what's it called, Danny Rick, why he wasn't as quick as Lando because it was the first time actually in. Well, it takes wet some time to get used to the. It takes some time to get used to a new car, man. Yeah. I'm like exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Imola is a very tricky track. Like mm-hmm. it is, it is very. It's narrow. It's tight. It's unforgiving. And not a lot of overtake place, places. There's really realistically yeah. one. Uh, yeah. Especially yeah, but, with conditions like yesterday. Yeah, Checo didn't have the best race. I think a podium was definitely on the cards for him. Could have been. I think a um, win was on the cards for him, to be honest. He almost, he almost well, had he, he qualified on the front row. But I feel like Imola is one of those tracks that, like, you know, there, you know how there's some tracks where it's better to qualify third than it is second? Yeah. I yeah. F- I feel like I read somewhere this week that Emma was one of those tracks. Well, that's just like this first, the second versus third uh, argument or the first versus second argument. Uh, a lot of the times it's where the racing line is. Uh-huh. So that's the most grippy part of track. There's the most rubber in there. It's the least, the least dirty. And in the rain, I, I don't think that's as important. The side of the track i think it was just max's response his understanding yeah. i'm not saying that isn't an important part but when it's no for sure like pissing wet on the on the track it's the throttle management and understanding yeah. the yeah, rpms he also had just like yeah like to boil it down max had an incredible slick start oh it oh. was unbelievable yeah yeah max is not known for good starts he's no. kind of like a mark weber in yeah. a sense yeah. of Sergio is. Sergio on the other end is known for his quick lightning starts. Yeah. And Max just, he went side by side to Lewis. I just, again, screaming the whole race. The passion was flowing through my my veins as I was. And then. The red flag. Do you want to read a I screamed the red flag when I saw. Well, I saw Russell and Valtteri just fucking crass, cr- yeah. crash. Adam, you're you're feeling yeah. very Shakespearean to me today, Adam. I think you should sit down right. after this and write a play. To race or not to race. <laughs> or to crash. To race or not to race. Exactly. I know it's the only... Th- I don't really know any Shakespeare, but... <laughs> back to Formula One, getting back on track, pun intended. Uh, yeah, the, the wet part of the race, you had the Nicholas Latifi-Nikita Mazepin incident. Mm. Mazepin? Who's whose fault? I'm gonna say Latifi. I don't think Mazepin could do anything there. He just yeah. Yeah, just got right. on track and he paid the consequence for it. I guess I do happen but, to agree with you, my friend. Yeah, Nikita. I mean, Mazepin, as much as I want to say it's Mazepin's fault, like, I really want to say it. But uh, yeah, I if, don't think I don't think it was his fault. To be fair. Yeah, if you look at his, if you look at uh, just this one's not a lot of technical analysis. Like we will go much into it. another uh, big crash that happened. But yeah, Nicholas Latifi, he's moving over. Nikita Mazepin is on the very edge of the track. He would have touched grass if he moved any more over, over any more, sorry. And Nicholas Latifi just ended up in the wall. I think Latifi knows it. The fans know it. I know it. You guys know it. Yeah. That one was his fault. Yeah. But yeah, then the rain started drying up, which just that just added to the element of the amazing, the amazingness of this race because. 
like Germany 28, 2019 was a crazy race, right? Yeah. Rained. You had people crashing, people spinning. You had the drag strip issue where if you touch the drag strip on the side of the track, you're gone. But I think what that race lacked, what this race had that people kind of complained about in that, um, the Germany race is the battling. And that intensity was really there. Like, who's going to be on the podium? Exactly. No idea. You didn't know who was going to be on the podium in Germany because people kept spinning. But this one was like, I just, you know, part of the racing that I don't really, that I think I don't enjoy as much as some people do with the raining is, it's just craziness. Like, I would rather see hard battling for like 50 yeah. laps than watch cars like spin off the track because they, just because they can't keep control of their car. And so I think no, for a race to dry out halfway through and then have have that was was very exciting. And it did. And Max was snapping pit a lap earlier than Hamilton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freaked me and out. Hamilton's really slow pit stop as well. It was extra two seconds, which he didn't need to be there. They had a four second pit stop. That was not good. And then they pit stopped. I mean, they, when Valtteri pit, it was 2.2 right after, which is funny. Yeah. I, I, thought it was- I think Lewis had to wait for the Alfa Romeo. And yeah. I think the rear right tire was a little slow coming on. But yeah. Yeah. Kind of cost him. It would, no, it was the it was the it was the front right that was slow coming off. It was the front right. Oh, it was the front yeah, right yeah. coming off. But yeah, I mean, about the about the point about the the wet being and when it's raining not being. I, I mean, I think it comes down to driver talent, and you got to see the difference between a good driver and a bad driver. Mm. Like you got to see the difference between a Max and a and a Hamilton or Checo and a Max. We saw that as well. Like. Handling you have of that car just matters so much in the wet. Well, look at look at like, like Max and Lewis. Lewis is that he? I feel like he had a great drive yesterday. Aside from one area, he had an amazing drive. Yeah. Aside from one, besides the one area, it was pretty spectacular. Pretty spectacular. To go for ninth, people, people. He, you know what? I will say it, Mike. A little bit of hate for it. He did get lucky. Ninety nine percent of the time, when people are like, oh, Hamilton's so lucky because he was. He he was still won uh, in Silverstone with a puncture. And no one else would do that. Well, yeah. Well, he was also 26 seconds ahead, so he could afford basically yeah. to have a puncture. And mm-hmm. Valtteri got a puncture a lap before, but Lewis is less hard on his tires. Gets a puncture later. He got lucky. He got really fucking lucky today uh, on Sunday. Crashes. First of all, he so the adrenaline must have just been. You never really see him make a rookie mistake and going into the gravel was oh, rookie yeah. enough. And then accelerating into the wall, breaking your front <laughs> wing was extra rookie. Yeah. And, the, and I, I think I saw, I, I remember seeing Martin Brundle or someone on the Sky Sports coverage just, tell, just saying that Lewis just went like this, put his, for the YouTube viewers who can't see us, um, put his hands on his head, just three seconds, reset himself, and then realized, okay, I got to reverse now. I got to yeah. get back. I need to make sure I don't. The throttle too much, it gets stuck in the gravel trap. I think that just showed the rookie he, the, the rookie, the rookie mistake he made, and then experience mm. and his seven world champions come into play, and then the way he drove until from to get a P two was absolutely yeah. amazing. That also helps yeah, that his car is the best car on the track. Yeah, uh, no way. Yeah, <laughs> Valtteri, that weekend, Valtteri Bottas, so. Valtteri Bottas qualified P eight. I didn't even realize he qualified P8. I was like, I thought he qualified like fourth or something. I just slipped he's my mind. Between Danny Rick and Norris. I don't know how he, many times I got to tell you. Five, six something. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Valtteri Bottas is not a good driver. 
Like, as far as, for, yes, as as far as Formula One drivers go, he's not a great Formula One driver. I he's a good driver. It's just that he's been caught out in a situation where you got to show champion material, and he doesn't. He can't step up to that pressure. No, he consistently yeah. underperforms in his. If in Lewis those finished, cars. if Lewis qualified P eight, if Lewis qualified P eight, I think he would finish on the podium. But if Valtteri qualified P, I'll be like, okay. That the battle is, he'll probably be around P five, P six at his best. Yeah. Okay. Think, but here, here's what I mean. Like, think yeah. about the date. Like, twenty third. When did Lewis move? Twenty thirteen was when he moved to Mercedes, right? Twenty thirteen to twenty sixteen. Uh, every year, some more than others, specifically twenty sixteen, seemed like more of a battle between the two of them, between Rosberg and Hamilton. You just know that it that it's just not that, and he's he doesn't perform like nearly as well. I, I, there's a bunch of drivers well, no, on that no. grid who I, I think would substantially outperform Valtteri in that car. George being one of them. My uncle was asking me yesterday. He goes, "Is there a way that we can we can do a mid-season switch?" And I was like, uh, "Theoretically, yes. Mm. Practically, I doubt that that's going to happen." Question. Well, Dumb question. You would think George heard his chance at the Mercedes seat after, after Sunday. Well, we'll get to that in a sec. We will get to that in a sec because I want to talk about that crash as going to be pretty much the entirety of the second half of the yeah. podcast. But going back to the Lewis thing, you know, it's easy to say, like, again, we have this debate. It seems like we have this debate every every week, every podcast that's a race review. He, 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 got, he did get lucky because he was a lap down, essentially had to crawl back to the pits, throw on a front wing and then a red flag comes out and he gets unlapped and starts ninth. But with the luck kind of, you know, he's not lucky to finish on the podium. He was lucky to get unlapped. Mm-hmm. He, he yeah. it was really difficult to overtake Norris. Like you saw how difficult that was. And Lewis was on fresher tires and he did that set seven times. So to do that, you know, he definitely the skill and, Oh, years kind of, of practice. Like, yeah, absolutely. Made a mistake, made an additional mistake, and then just put the hands on the head, just calm down, and in three seconds knew the amount of torque, how to get out of that gravel trap. A lot of people would have beached it, especially in the wet, and he made it out and then just had an amazing race. But, yes, the reason we got lucky, Arian, what was your question? The reason he got lucky was because of a uh, – a controversial incident that will probably divide this group. I mean, to be honest, I don't even understand what happened because they were showing Lewis and made a mistake. On uh, okay, question: Do you guys think the tele, the entire telecasting of it, and tele, whatever, whatever that word is, was kind of messed up this weekend? They weren't showing the stuff that actually happened in the midfield, or when going the midfield, they're seeing the oh, top yeah. that they didn't show. It was, it was all. They showed this like, week was a lot of front battle because it was that. Because mm-hmm. there was the, I feel like in a week where you have just a Lewis or a, a Max or I don't know, a whoever, like just run away, but mostly Lewis or Max, um, mm-hmm. they're more prone to show the midfield because you know that's it gives you some sort of action. To, yesterday, and there I were great battles think... in like from like P twelve to P eight. Yeah, there Crazy were. No, there, no. But they didn't there even show that there were, but that's because people are looking forward to seeing who's going to win. And yesterday was kind of a race where you didn't really know who was going to win. So if they can cover the front of the race more, they're going to do that just strategically. 
Uh, yeah, do the I agree with it? Is. Theoretically, no, but like practically for TV ratings, yeah, I I understand why they do it. Yeah, the the broadcasting, it's like they were showing the Lewis, uh, Norris, Leclerc signs, whatever train like that train of like four cars a lot, because that was kind of where the action was going. They're not going to pass up broadcasting a four way battle to see like, you know, uh, like Lance Stroll over t- or. Sebastian Vettel overtake uh, Kimi Raikkonen for like 16th. Hey, who cares? After both of them, both of them kind of had a spin. It seemed like everyone was having spins. Hey Adam, are you still sticking? Team. Are you still sticking by your first take? No, races? Mark. We went over this. I pretty much <laughs> was done with that one after testing. Oh, no. I, I know. I just want to make. I just want to make sure you're still I, on the same page. I hope. I don't want. I wonder oh, if this is going to be another check out a Red Bull situation where every week you had a different opinion. Hey, I was right about that. You I mean, were. It took you, it, it, you guys, every single feasible possibility. Yeah. Listen, if you're on YouTube, you're seeing me pointing at you. If you're in the car, picture my pretty, my beautiful face pointing at you, polarizing my opinion, my prediction. Sebastian Vettel will never be a race winner again. He will retire in a year or two years. Will race. He champion. will win a race this season. That, I, that is my, he will win two races. No, no, he will win oh. this season. Dude, their car is awful. No. I think I think it's not like it's awful. It's Dude, not. It's not awful. Crazy, but he's... We saw Pierre Gasly win last year. Sure. Uh, I think Pierre Gasly is currently better than Sebastian Vettel. Any day. Alpha is... has a better chance of winning than the Aston Martin. That Aston Martin is not very good. No, it's... they've taken a massive step back. They've had to change the rear brakes. They've the, the the high the low rake setup that they had that they have now is not very um, does not Good. suit the regulation changes. And now they're gonna sue Formula One. Oh, yeah. like suing I, I was FIA. so confused when that came out. Papa Stroll, I did, you can't. Papa Stroll so came in. He lost right. the game of rock paper scissors that was gonna let him use the W eleven. And yep. he, you know, his his life's just gone downhill from there. He had to actually create a car this time. He had to build one not, um, you know, off the exact plans coming from the W10, and it's just it just hasn't worked out for him. I feel bad for the guy. I do, man. Yeah. Like when 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 you go from you know having everything handed to you, to not having everything handed to you, and you start to suck. You really, it really shows yeah. you that you don't. Know how a ton to... of money as well. Oh, he's worth billions. I mean, he's worth. I don't blame them. No. I, I I don't blame them for taking legal action. Like I really I mean, don't. Doesn't make any sense though, because they want what the interview he did with Sky. It said, "I'm changing the regulation because it unfavorably against us." Yes, because you copied Mercedes and the restrictions were mm-hmm. potentially, but were to stop Mercedes' dominance. Mm-hmm. So, copied Mercedes, be ready for that penalty of. That dominance, yeah, but this year, like the legal action, uh, you know, kind of like if your car is not as good as it was last year and you don't have chances of winning races and getting podiums and stuff like that, and you have the resources to exhaust those possibilities, of course, they're gonna, gonna exhaust possibilities, even if the chance is like one percent of them being like winning that lawsuit, which you know, let's be real, it is. So, where the FIA is gonna be like, oh, well, that makes sense, all right, we're just gonna go back to the 2020 cars. Like it's just not, do that. They're definitely not going to do that. Yeah, exactly. That but we still need heart. to. That would break my heart if that happened. As the famous, as the famous Michael Scott once said, "You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take." 
Oh yeah, that's an original very quote right out of him. Very true. Original quote. Yeah. But, but anyway, Pierre Gasly's race this weekend. I don't really have much of an opinion of an opinion on it, to be honest with you. <laughs> good, good qualifying. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of like he was missing the entire race. Like I didn't yeah. see him a lot. Well, yeah. everyone who wasn't named, who didn't have the last name Verstappen, Norris, Leclerc, Sainz, or Hamilton, Bottas, Russell was pretty much missing from the Ricardo race. Ricardo for a bit, yeah. Ricardo for a bit. Even Ricardo, I just didn't really see a ton of Ricardo. I had to like. Yeah. No, it's because he was, was thirty on, seconds uh, back of the of the top of the like of signs. Yeah, I was. I have F one TV, so I have all the onboards, and I was just checking in on him on his onboard because I'm like, I've not seen this guy on the broadcast in forever. Yeah, no, it's because, like I said, it's because he was thirty five seconds back of uh, Carlos Sainz. It there mm-hmm. all, all the actions in the top five from yesterday's race, which is cool because you never see that anymore. Yeah. It was nice to see. It was actually I really enjoyed watching the race yesterday. It was a lot. Of oh, race. it was, it was, it was amazing. It was the emotions. <laughs> I went through being really happy to really sad to confuse what's going on. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, wait, what's happening now? I don't get how Kimi started where he started. Like, I. Where did I eventually Kimi gave up when I found out about that stuff? Uh, P nine, I think, or P ten. Kimi qualified. It looks like no, 16. He finished P9 or P10. Finished P9 in the race. Sorry, my bad. Uh, did he? He finished. 13th. Uh, he finished race. P9, 13th, or, but then 13th. in the end, with the, with the, with the penalty, yeah, he went down. Yeah. Get race this. Wise. Sebastian Vettel. This is how bad Haas were. Or Haas are. Sebastian Vettel DNF that was like on the last lap or, or the last two laps and still finished ahead of both Haas. Yeah. <laughs> I saw how that. is that possible? I was confused because I saw him enter. Can um, someone explain that to me? I don't get that. Yeah. Basically, if you DNF after 75% of the race, you still qualify as a finisher. Okay. So if if 11 people DNF, but the 11th person DNFs on the last lap, they still finish, so they'll still get a point. So uh, he, he DNF so far behind. He DNF'd before Haas could even catch up to lap him, to pass him on track. Oh, my God, they're so before slow. The, before the race is over. Oh, my God, yeah. they're so slow. I think I saw they were four or five laps behind. Yeah. No, they, they, they only two. Just two. Times. It's just, they, yeah, they were only lapped twice. Just plus two laps. I'm, I'm mm. on it right now, which is pretty terrible. I feel they, bad. They, I feel bad for Mick Schumacher, man. <laughs> they were basically I mean, around three minutes behind. Basically, yeah, yeah, theoretically, yeah. Yeah, especially because that 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 crash under the safety car story wasn't his fault. Erickson hit him. Yeah, yeah, Erickson hit him. Probably a very okay, overplayed again. Sorry, podcast listeners, but it looks like oh my god, they were lapped by, they were lapped twice by, it looks like almost everybody. Or at least once by almost everyone except for Giovinazzi. That is nuts. Sorry, for those of you who actually none of you can see it, but I'm I'm looking at the results from yesterday's race right now. It looks like every mm-hmm. single person except for uh Giovinazzi and those who didn't finish the race lapped the hot the Haas cars. Yeah. You guys want to hear a very disturbing fact? Yeah. Give her a a Haas. 
uh, sorry, a Schumacher has crashed more times under the safety car in the past eight years than a driver who has raced for Mercedes has gotten points. Uh, how does that make sense? George Russell has oh. less points than Schumacher crashes under the safety car. Oh, that's okay. You confused me for a second. <laughs> that was a really dumb fact. Yeah. <laughs> made no sense for like 10 minutes. Yeah, I know. Nothing I say makes any sense. That's, that's, anyway. not, that's just not true. You're full of knowledge. Full of knowledge. Uh, you did a whole podcast by yourself. So you definitely have something up there. Yeah, <laughs> I did that. I'm very, I'm so glad I'm doing a race review with my two friends now and not by myself because. That was a very stressful experience doing the entire podcast. Solo pods like, are not fun, man. I don't, I get it. Yeah. I don't think uh, listeners wanted to listen to me monologue for 42 minutes, but I don't know. I, I, I sat there and I, I shed like a single tear halfway through. I was like, this is impeccable. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. I really yeah. believe in, I believe in you. That's why we have 4 billion listeners. All 4 billion of you. <laughs> we really appreciate it. On every, on every mm-hmm. podcast and 4 billion. Mm-hmm. It's yep. somehow we still haven't been able to monetize ourselves. <laughs> um, Close. Yeah. Let's talk about how, let's, su- how let's, let's talk about how little Yuki Sonoda is. Every time I see him, I, I it makes me laugh. <laughs> That's not a board. Qualifying Dude, I saw him the Giovinazzi. Oh my God. <laughs> he's so small. It's so funny. It's, it kills me, dude. He's younger than I am and he's like three feet tall and mm-hmm. he's making substantially more money than I ever will. So again, he's driving five foot two. He looks a lot shorter than five foot two, to be honest. Well, it's just because he's standing next to people who are like six feet tall. How how tall is Giovinazzi? Like what? Let's talk about Yuki Tsunoda's racing this weekend. I I think it's less fun to talk about that and more fun to talk about. I think people listening to the form. We'll do the height podcast. We'll just it'll be the height, or we'll discuss the height of different famous people. Okay. Your podcast coming out on Tuesday. If you you say so. Anyway, yeah, Yuki Tsunoda. What are you guys' thoughts on Yuki Tsunoda's performance? Good, bad, the good, the bad, the ugly, the short. And or decent. Solid seven out eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Solid. I'm a six. (laughs) Pretty pretty uninspiring. Besides his car, you know, like. Besides him crashing and qualifying on a track that he had a ton of practice on, both during the race weekend and before, and him, his rear end just stepping out to the concession stand to get a couple mid-race beers. There were rookie mistakes, to be honest. You won't see anyone, a senior driver, make that. He is a rookie. To be fair. Yeah, to be fair, it's his first race in the wet. Yeah, I will give him the benefit of the doubt. It's his second race overall, man. Yeah, it's hard not to give him the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. Yeah. He, which is why, like, I'm well, telling you, seven out of ten, because, because he survived the race, which is yeah. which is a big thing. I'll go with Mark. I'll give him a six. He crashed in qualifying in Q1. Had to start from last. Pretty. Oh, and no, he I didn't think, start. I, I was gonna say Vettel started, started out of the pits. So. Yeah, he started nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah. So not not great from him on that front on a track he he does should know very well like that's the track that alfatari uh does all their testing and their photo shoot stuff at and in the race he made up like 10 positions he was doing amazing i'm like 
let's go Yuki. Like he's in ninth, tenth, whatever. He's making points. I'm like, this is amazing. And yeah. then safety car restart, made 600 meters and his back end stepped out. And <laughs> it just, he got in the wet line or just a little too much torque. You know, we can chalk that one up to him just not understanding the behaviors of the car yet. It is his second race. And, you know, like torque, you know, you know, torque uh, levels and throttle positioning and all that stuff were very important. And I think he just gassed it a little too much. But that was something that Lewis Hamilton did wrong. And that's something that Max Verstappen did wrong. And Sergio Perez did wrong as well. And something like all these drivers did wrong. So, yeah. And up until then, he had a pretty good race. So, yeah, six, seven out of ten. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think what everyone is waiting for is for us to talk about <laughs> the crash. The, and you, yes. I don't even have to say the one. It's the crash. Thoughts. For those of you who don't know, it's the one with Valtteri Bottas and George Mark, Russell. Yeah, I they, know. Of course, I no. If if they don't know, you can. I'm telling you, stop listening to the podcast right now. I'm uh, sorry. I don't. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna veto that right there. And you can continue to listen <laughs> to the podcast if you'd like. But <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, it's a crash. It happens. And okay, that's been the, our show tonight. On the, no. <laughs> on the count, on the, on the count of three, we're all going to say whose fault we thought it was. See, Botas, Nobody's, or Russell. You ready? Okay. You guys have your answer locked in. Three, yeah. two, one. Nobody. 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 Oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> Russell. It's all Russell's fault. Get him out of Formula One. I need uh, to stir up the drama on this podcast. Keep the listeners engaged. Get just Nikita Mazepin, <laughs> Russell. Get Hamilton out of there as well. Max. I don't want Max in the grid in the next race. Just get him out of here. Perez no gone. Gun, Gunther Steiner out of here. Finally, we're, no, we're, no, I, no Gunther Steiner is the only one I want in the car. I want a so, I want a yeah. solo Gunther Steiner seventy lap race at Spa. I want to see Gunther Steiner. Roscoe and Betty White all do a drag race, but they're <laughs> sprinting. I actually, I think I was gonna say I'd give it to Roscoe, but his veganness might slow him down on that one. No, he unlocked <laughs> vegan superpowers. And no, uh, Gunther Steiner, if he's running to like scream at one of the Haas drivers, probably wins. But Betty White, Betty, Betty White's exactly. like an eight, eight and a half second, hundred meter dash. So you know, it's not easy. Even you think easy Betty dive. White's got an eight and a half second, hundred meters? <laughs> No doubt, dog. Easy dub. No doubt. <laughs> Bro, I, I was going to say, that's kind of slow, dude. I'm thinking 7.8. Oh, of course. Out of the 99-year-old mm-hmm. heartthrob that is Betty White. Yep. The icon, the icon of the 30s. Yep. She's a stud. Legend. Hey, but this isn't the Betty White podcast. This is the Formula One podcast. Yo, can we do the so Betty White podcast, actually? Next week is on Betty White. <laughs> we will. Uh, check our Instagram at the Undercut Pod for updates on our brand new podcast, The Undercut. Betty um, the Betty White Pod coming yeah. out this Thursday to a platform near you. Mm-hmm. The Crash. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, just not a lot to say about it that hasn't already been said. It was but... so strange, like just watching it unfold, like. Mm-hmm. Wasn't anyone? It isn't like one of those crashes where like you drive into someone's back or dive down and you miss the apex or whatever it being. It's sort of random crash that you like. Yeah, I, it's sort of that 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 Rosberg and Hamilton crash. Like it's identical yeah. to that, but mm-hmm. from a different corner completely. Yeah, half set. the people are saying you know it's Ross. It was Rosberg. Half the people are saying it's the same thing with this. You know, 
I explained this as I was talking about this. I watched it with my family and I was talking. They were off obviously the whole time. And I was explaining it. And kind of the way I look at it is I agree a little bit with Russell on it's the etiquette of yeah. not of kind of like when you're traveling at 300, like 180 miles an hour, 320 kilometers an hour. First of all, every movement on the steering wheel is going to be amplified. It's going to be like mm-hmm. you're going meters. Like you're moving. I'm like, I don't even know, like five or six, seven meters a second. Oh, exactly. probably. I, I don't more really. Than that. Yeah, I don't know the conversion on that. It's probably way off. But well, there's a thousand meters in a in a kilometer, right? And if they're going three hundred plus kilometers an hour. There's some math to be done there that I don't have the time or patience for, but it's fast. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll save yeah. that one for the mathematicians, but they're moving lots of meters per second. But yeah, they were going in. It's the kink is a little awkward. Boats has kind of moved over. I think he either went to cover him off, saw he was there and went back, or he just went to settle into the racing line, which he had the right to do. Mm-hmm. Russell just had an absolute stormer behind him. He was mm-hmm. flying. And I think, that's well, so not, funny. I think this is actually what happened is Bottas, the, that slight movement from Bottas at 300 kilometers an hour spooked Russell. Russell overreacted, went onto the grass, yeah, and then took Bottas out. But yeah, no one's fault. Best, no, it's, it's a racing incident. It happens. Towards the car and just boinking. I, yeah. I, the what really made me laugh was the uh, the interaction between the two of them after. When Russell walked yeah, over yeah. to the car to make sure he was okay, said something to Valtteri, and then he flipped him off. I was like, "Yes, this is racing." We're back. Like how just uh, boinked him in the head. <laughs> how George Russell has received more middle fingers from Mercedes drivers than he has points in his Formula One career. Ooh. Has he received more than one? Mer- no, he got points in that Mercedes. Oh, points in a Williams. There you go. Right. Yeah. My bad. Right. But- there's a joke. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, see how many yeah. has he got flipped off by Mercedes driver more than like three times? Because I swear to God, that's how many times. <laughs> like I was like, that's, that's a lot only, of times. Only it's a only lot of times. One. But yeah, the George Russell thing it was the George Russell ball test thing. I didn't. Sure. I didn't like what he said about how. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but how okay. he said about um, if any other driver, Alti would. Oh yeah. Him. He's like, uh, oh yeah, bit, any other driver. Bit, um, yeah, that was a bit mm-hmm. dicky. Yeah, he was, but the the emotions in the race are just the emotions when you're driving and the adrenaline are so high. Like I call Mark just playing with a bottle. <laughs> I'm listening. Mark. I'm I'm in, I'm I'm fully listen. Mark's, I have ADD, man. I'm fully engaged. Mark's all coveted <laughs> up with the hand sandies over there. The I'm vaccinated. I'm coveted up. We're chilling. Big chilling. But, yeah, I, I agree. Like. <sighs> Yeah, Russ, the the crash was uh, the crash was interesting. I don't. There's like just a really racing incident. Russell... I think people are overthinking it. It happens. They're yeah, bad. I don't. I don't like how yeah. Russell kind of. It it was only overthought because it's Russell and Bottas. Russell exactly. wants the, you know, uh, uh, on one side, Bottas, you know, Russ, he should have seen Russell come up that quickly behind him, and. Uh, I just want to point out not... that people are overlooking the fact that Russell was in a battle with a Mercedes in his Williams. And yeah. it was gonna win. Yeah, uh, that was that's there. pretty freaking cool. All right. At the same time, I think uh, like Russell. I think that's just an experience thing. Like, think of the amount of wet races he's done. You know, I mean, he has does have a lot of Formula One experience, but 
he should have coming up that quick. But at the same time, I don't know what you're going to do because you're coming up. You're going 30 miles an hour faster than the guy in front. Are you just going to slam on the brakes and stay behind him? Or are you going to no. go around the outside? He's a racing driver. He's going to try to take that position. Yeah. And no like, other driver. 10 out of 10 times. Time. Yeah. He, 10 out of 10 times. That's what's happening. You're taking the same time. Like, position. At the same time, it's like, are you going to overtake this Mercedes? Who's definitely going to overtake you in a, in like a yeah. couple laps easily. Yeah. Or do you just, but he, again, he's a racing driver. You know, he, he, if he's in last place racing, no matter if he's last place in the worst car ever made and he's racing the best car ever made and he has the opportunity for an overtake, he's going for it. He's a racing driver. I respect him for it. I don't think, I don't think he should have overreacted that much. I think his actions after were not very unlike George Russell disappointed. He he took to Twitter and apologized right after like this morning. Yeah, he did. I will give him credit for that. He did apologize, which is very, here's my hot take on the situation. Maybe, maybe just maybe guys, George took Valtteri out on purpose because he knew that if he's going to sacrifice himself for the situation, he's bringing Valtteri with him so that it looks (laughs) bad on Valtteri because eventually George is going to replace him in Mercedes. And yeah, that and he's doing it so that Valtteri loses his seat faster. It's all mind he, games. It's all mind bet games. That, he bet that he bet a lot of money that Hamilton was going to win the 2021 World Championship, and he saw Max was in front, and Hamilton crashed into the barrier and was like, "I can't have that. I need to cause a red flag." Yep, definitely didn't happen. Definitely didn't happen. Exactly. No, I, I'm, no, I actually in the end, he I actually think that that is the most obvious of. Of scenarios, guys. I think that uh, we should look at no other scenario aside from that one as as fact, yeah. and we should carry on with only thinking that's the truth because I, I don't see anything else happening. I think that it was malicious intent, and he's trying to get, <laughs> and I think that he's trying that he's trying to get Valtteri Bottas kicked out of the sport because he wants that seat. It's all yeah. about Toto's master plan. It's, it's all that's Toto's exactly master what plan. it is. Toto mm. keeps bringing Valtteri back for one more year just so he can taunt him with a chance yeah. at the championship just to rip it away when everyone else realizes that Lewis is the number one driver. Yeah, pretty much. But exactly. Anyway, the crash was interesting. It caused a red flag. It caused craziness. I don't know what it is about red flags and uh, Italian races in the past couple of years, but it, I think there's been a red flag at every single Italian Grand Prix I think it's just a track. I think the overtaking oh. spots are very few. Like where George and Valtteri well, crashed, it wasn't an overtaking spot. Like there, there's the realistically everything else. Well, that there's is one overtaking the, spot. That is the that overtaking. Track. Yeah. As, All right. I, I mean, have, space that he had, the space that Valtteri gave him, and with the conditions that even if you t- barely even touch the grass, you're gonna spin. To be fair, I think it was a bit of a rookie mistake from George. Like, you could have waited a bit more and maybe found a spot where it was another dry line or semi-dry, whatever it was at that point. So the truth we comes can, out. You know, yeah. we... Because I, I don't really think that's necessarily true. I think... I don't think waiting was really in the cards for him. I, you yeah. know, like every other driver would have done that. We can go back and forth and say, well, it was Russell's fault because he did this, but it was Botas's fault because he did this. It's no one's fault because it's ever, it's both of their faults and it was a racing incident. But mm-hmm. no, that yeah. that is, is the overtaking spot on the track. It's one of the only spots you can really overtake a car. And but you know, Russell was coming up thirty miles an hour faster than Bottas. That was the time. Yeah. If it was like, there's no waiting. 
uh, on a situation like that. It's like, this is happening now because I'm going to pass this guy on this straight or yeah. I got to have to hang up the boots. And he did. And I think what he's getting hate for more is his post-race actions, which he apologized yeah. for. It's a big, like a big man thing to do. These guys got emotional, Definitely. man. Would you Definitely. not? Like, think about all the adrenaline going through your system every race you're bound to eventually say something stupid unless you're lewis hamilton who happens to be the most mm -hmm. proper perfect man on the planet apparently <laughs> even uh, when he crashed he was like i'm sorry guys yeah yeah i don't know like i don't I mean every driver says that but yeah it wasn't like a no he's lewis is just, i don't know why he's how, how he's so nice i want him to screw up once just yeah. to say something so rude because like he needs it i don't know another hot take also, did no, you guys know can, that his uh, Twitter is Sir Lewis goes like is called is goes by Sir Lewis Hamilton? It made me want to vomit. I was like, why? Yeah. I would I'd go by that Sir Lewis. If yeah, I was, why not? You got you got knighted yeah. by the Queen. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, like, I know, I but I it's just like it's just so. Uh... I go to medical <laughs> school for like four years, and people are gonna call me Doctor Lines. It's gonna be Doctor. It's not gonna be Mister. Yeah, some Doctor. Yeah, I was gonna. You heard that? I was gonna say something, Adam, but I don't think I should. Yeah, <laughs> let's keep it. Uh, let's keep it PG. Uh, no, it was gonna talking. be PG, just like in bad taste. I'll tell you about it after we go off. <laughs> we're all Fortnite, <laughs> Minecraft here. We're 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 family exactly. friendly. Yeah, exactly. Um, two more things I want to talk about. Well, one more kind of thing with the Russell and Hamilton. I'm curious, what are your guys' thoughts on uh, Russell, like Hamilton's crash overtaking Russell? We've talked about a I crash. I don't think it was a big deal. I don't see anything wrong. Like even Hamilton after the race was like, what was that? Like, I, he doesn't remember it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it was just bad, wrong place, wrong time. That's basically about it. I'm yeah. with you. So we're going to agree. Not Russell's fault on that, obviously. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was, again, it I was gonna say it's interesting because everything we talk about is interesting, obviously. But it's fun. <sighs> I'm trying to think what I want to say. Yeah, Hamilton. He just again like that entire sequence was very not like Lewis Hamilton. Don't you guys think? That whole like 15 yeah. seconds, and you could really feel you could you never really get to see this watching Lewis Hamilton race because it never really happens. But where he really gets a little desperate, like he was getting desperate. He was. I, I, I think he knew he was slower than Max. Yeah, well, he, he knew he until the until the red flag until the whole crash. Yeah. Well, he, he was. Knew he was slower. He had to do Max like how Hamilton used to. He ran can't away he, from Lewis. He, he's not in the. He's, he doesn't have the facilities where he can just catch the driver in front easily. He's don't have he's coming up on Max. He needs to win this race. He can't. He can't come in second. He wants to win, and you really saw that desperation where Max got through the lapped cars, and then it, when it's Lewis's turn, he tried to get through three lapped cars in the span of oh. like four four hundred meters, and I'm that move that. against like the calm Lewis Hamilton that we're used to probably would have waited to get around that bend, stayed on the dry line, let then let um, Russell move over, or I don't know if the lapped car has to move over. But, and then made it when he was going down the straight where he had more grip and acceleration and downforce. Going into that turn five or six, uh, seven, that uh, that little hairpin bend thing, he 
he got past uh, the set lap car behind Russell, and then he just made kind of a rash decision, went to overtake Russell, went too hot into the corner, wet part of the track, overcooked it, and went in the barrier. It was a pretty pretty rookie mistake, in my opinion. It's not it's not very Lewis Hamilton of him. Very very, I would see Max do like a season or two ago. Yeah, like twenty. So desperate to catch up. Yeah, that young, fiery 2017 Max, 2018 Max, not the polished. Yeah, like that's something that Lewis Hamilton would have done in his first couple of years. Mm. That's not like the polished, like good Lewis Hamilton that we've Senior come to. Senior driver that he, he is now. Yeah, we've come to know and love. Oh, yeah. No know, know and despise for winning so much. But so, respect. So, lads, lads, Adam, you you and I have done this a few times. I, I I'm surprising you guys all with this right now. But I found an Imola GP quiz that oh. I think would be fun for us. It's from thelightsoutblog.com. I figure we, I feel like we should shut them out. But I, this is a 10-question quiz, so it's not too many. And I feel like it would be really fun for you guys to work together and answer it. Well, I think we only have time for five. Can we do five? Well, uh, Are they short? They're, they're short questions. It's pretty simple. Oh. Uh, uh, and short like, view back to the past. And yeah, it, it, you, I feel like you have to like you should. We should complete the quiz. It's this whole thing. So I'm gonna read it out to you guys, and we're gonna go from there. All right, we got time. Uh, all right, question one: In which year did Emola first host a World Championship Formula One race? Was it seven, was it seventy eight, seventy nine, eighty, or eighty one? Eighty one. Eighty. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go. I can only guess one, so I'm gonna guess eighty. Seventy nine. <laughs> Adam, it looks like Wait. you're correct. That's right. Oh, wow. All right. Um, number two. Imola hosted a, non -cha a non-championship F1 race in 79. What was the event's title? Was it the 79 Italian Grand Prix, the 79 Emilia-Romagna Grand Prix, the 79 San Marino Grand Prix, or the 79 Dino San Ferrari Marino. Grand Prix? San Marino. D. D? Dino Ferrari? Adam, you're two for two. Dino Ferrari Grand Prix. Uh, All right. That's right. I'm going to stick that's with Adam right. now. I'm going to stick uh, with what he says. Number three, which driver has recorded the most wins at Imola? Is it A, Ayrton Senna, B, Michael Schumacher, Schumacher. C, Alain Prost, or B, Nelson Piquet? Pro. Sh uh, Prost. <laughs> Prost? Prost or Schumacher? Uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to need an answer here. Arian, what do you think? Schumacher B. You think it's Shumi. Schumacher? You are correct. Three for three, lads. Already. Yes, finally. Which of the Ooh. which of the uh, which of the following cities is closest to the Imola circuit? Is it A. Venice, B. Florence, C. Verona. Speaking of Shakespeare, or D. Bologna? I am so bad with geography. No clue. Just uh, fucking throwing out there. C. Verona. B. You are wrong. Yeah. It's Bologna. All right. I said B, Mark. I said B. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I said B. You are. You are three for four. I should have known that because, yeah. Uh, All right. Three for four. Yuji Ide made his final F1 start at the 2006 Marino, San Marino Grand Prix. Sorry. Which driver did he send into a barrel roll on the opening lap of the race? Is it Scott Speed, Christian Albers, uh, Tiago Montiero, or Vitanotio Liuzzi? No clue. Uh, uh, D, D, no, it was sure. Christian 
or sorry, it's Chris T. John Albers was the guy's name. All right, question six. Yeah. Which drivers joined Michael Schumacher on the podium at the 1994 San Marino Grand Prix? Was it Damon Hill and Mika Hakkinen? Nicola Larini and Mika Hakkinen? Gerhard Berger and Damon Hill? Or Nicola Larini and Gerhard Berger? Uh, a. A, Damon Hill and Mika a, Hakkinen? sure. <laughs> I'm oh, just throwing that. Oh, it, oh. it wasn't. It wasn't. No, That's it was even. Nicola Larini and Mika Hakkinen. That oh, was a, that was a, for the record, that was a very Holy, sad weekend. That was my second guess, you know. Yeah. That was yeah. Second guess. Yeah, no, it's okay. That was, that was in my top. That was in my top four for no, guess. No, it's okay. Yeah, you guys started off really four. strong, but it's just been downhill from the last <laughs> couple three. Also, for those of you yeah. who don't know, the 1994 San Marino Grand Prix was a very sad weekend. Uh, yeah, I know. Alexander died. Yeah, yeah. And so did um, Roland Rosenberger. Sad weekend. All right. Yep. Question seven. In which position did Pierre Gasly start and teammate Dan- Daniel Kvyat finish at the 2020 Emilia Romagna Grand Prix? Fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh? Where did uh, Gasly fourth. start? Fourth? fourth? You are correct. Yeah, come on. That's yes. cash money. That's cash money. Okay, 2005 San Marino Grand Prix right. is remembered for a close fight for the win between Fernando Alonso and Michael Schumacher. By what margin did Fernando Alonso win the race? Is it 0.215 seconds, 0.715 seconds, 1.215 seconds, or 1.715 seconds? Five. Uh, B. Seven oh, yeah, sorry, five. It's B. It's B? B as well. Oh, no, it's not. It's A. It's 0.215 seconds is what Sh- Fernando oh, Alonso wow. beat him by. Close. That's a race I need to go rewatch, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Both BAR they, cars were disqualified. Alonso reacting to it. Um, both BAR cars were dis- Yeah, we should. Uh, both BAR cars were disqualified from the 2005 San Marino Grand Prix. They were also banned from the next two races. Why is this? Is it A, they purposely blew their engines up to avoid a penalty at the next race? Nope. B, their cars were underweight. C, they had a series of unsafe pit releases. Or D, they lie to stewards about overtaking behind the safety car. Must say lightweight. Must say lightweight. Yeah, I believe it's B. I might be getting that confused. It is B. Congratulations, guys. Now, final yes. question. Question ten. Which of the following I statements? Had, this might be completely wrong. I believe they had a separate fuel tank that they would empty, or they emptied like brake fluid or water or something at the end of the race, so they were underweight. It's possible. But anyways. Brake fluid Final seems question. a little dangerous. Um, maybe water. <laughs> Final question. Question maybe. 10. Ayrton Senna took... Er, sorry, which of the following statements is not true? Is it A, Ayrton Senna took his final pole position at Imola in 1994? Wow, that's morbid. Uh, the first ever GP2 race was held at the track in 2005. Ferrari has more wins than any other team at Imola. And Michael Schumacher is the only driver to score more than 100 points at MLO. Which of those statements is not the truth? Tractor can win a race? Oh, okay. Okay, guy. Done with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, I'm going to say the last one. Same here. Okay, you guys are going with four? Or D? Mm -hmm. Sorry? Oh, oh, the one that isn't true is that Ferrari have more wins than any other team at MLO. That one, that's the answer. So you guys scored a 50%. You barely passed class. Congratulations. Five out of ten. Passed. You barely passed. Wow. 
Good job. Adam, that's that's I, good. That's really good for you, actually. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> my Formula One knowledge is good. My test knowledge is low. And I searched it up uh, and I was correct. So the article says Button's car was examined after the Englishman finished third at Imola and found to have a secondary fuel tank. So yeah, they had a second fuel tank and they drained it after the race. Pretty much. But wouldn't that make you if you had a second fuel tank, wouldn't that give you more weight? Just extra speed? Sorry. When it was drained. So they said they had this much fuel in the car, but meanwhile had this much. When they had they had like say ten kilograms, and meanwhile they had like thirteen. So when they burned through the entire usage of the fuel, they were underweight, but they uh, appeared to be overweight. So the fuel accounted for more total weight of the car. Ah, uh, understood. All right, all right, all right. All right. Well, congratulations, so guys. You, that was that was the quiz I had prepared for you today. I love my Rolls quiz master. It was, it was a pretty good quiz. Yeah. Shout out to the moving Lights Out blog. I didn't make that one. Good job, Lights Out blog. Uh, I continue, sorry. Moving into our last times. segment, it's time for the tops. Ba, 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 ba. Tops and flops. Hmm. Well, we pick. This is our first time doing it, all three of us. And our first time of the season doing it is more than one of us. We pick the top five drivers and the bottom five drivers. Give them a rating out of 10. And, yeah, we'll start with. Uh... So this who were. The flops. This is the flop first. Yeah. The, the worst driver of the weekend. Three Bottas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bottas. Sorry, Bottas. Sebastian Vettel. Bottas. No one really had his. Like, I think Vettel. I don't think Vettel is that bad. I don't think he had Vettel started from I mean, the pits. If, to be fair, he had a ton of issues in his car. Yeah. Fair. But when your teammate can come from ninth to second in 32 laps after crashing into a barrier and get on the podium, after he does that and you are fighting a Williams for 10th place and you qualify yeah. terribly. Yeah, really, it's just no excuse. Crash no, with a person no. who's going to replace you next year. Yeah, pretty much. No, just, yeah, yeah, that's very, if Lewis decides to come back. Mm-hmm. That is if Lewis decides to come back. Who knows? Maybe he wins. If he wins this year, probably. Uh, so I think even if he wins, I think Valtteri won't be there next year. No, I agree. But do you think that? Do you think that? Uh, like Lewis, so do you think Lewis is coming back next year, dude? I don't know. If he wins eight, he might just hang up the no, boots no. and go. Oh. Yeah. He might go pro in music. <laughs> XDNA. <laughs> but yeah, Botas across the board. So Botas is our number five. Uh, there is our, yeah, is our worst 10, driver. Yeah. Two two out of ten. Uh, yeah, if that. He DNA. A one. <laughs> yeah, he might get a one from me too. Yeah. If I could uh, give him minus, I'll give him minus if that's possible. You can Moving give him whatever you want. Minus. I was going to give him a cactus out of 10. Moving on. Uh, my number four is uh, Antonio Giovinazzi. Just, he was the only driver that was lapped besides Mick Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin. I just, he was just nowhere. This race just was not very good. Yeah, but he, that's, Schumacher that's as well fairly normal. Great, great weekend. Hmm. Which the difference but is Schumacher's car is awful, like yeah. just so terrible. Granted, the the Alpha or the Alpha Romeos aren't that great, but Kimi Raikkonen seems to do not have bad every weekend, and 
Juvenazzi mm-hmm. just can't hold up. I mean, Giovinazzi's had some really good performances these past. Um, yeah, but he's consistent. Past, I know. Like, I, I, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, I just think he's consistently yeah. underperforming his, like, com- mm-hmm. as compared to his teammate. Granted, Kimi Reckon's a world Found champion. Found an article from, but he's from also Planet. 40. Sorry to interrupt you, but. Go ahead. Found an article from Planet One. Sorry, Planet F1. That says Total Wolf feels that Valtteri Bottas taking is making step backwards. Yeah, he's getting. Yes, I completely agree. He's getting like, further away from us. The Mercedes mm-hmm. Motorsport boss isn't pointing a finger at Bottas for the contact. He ever shouldn't have been there in that position to start with. Mm-hmm. That is very true. But so yeah, number four, number four. Yeah, the Botas, yeah, not very good. Uh, Antonio, Antonio, uh, is number four. I think number three would be. Um, Probably. Uh, I'll give it to Carlos Sainz. Bad or good? As your worst? Uh, yeah. Over worst. People, he had or, an amazing race. Yeah, I feel like he, he had just... a decent race over guys who didn't finish the race. Are you gonna? It, I would. Taste I'm gonna give you. Three. I'm gonna give you a chance to to reverse your statement there, and just because ah. I feel like there's there's three people who didn't finish. Four. Well, he was driving a tractor. He still did pretty decent. Yeah, there. George Russell had an amazing qualifying in race. Nicholas Tiffy qualified early enough where we didn't know. I just you know okay maybe it is a little bit harsh. I guess I'm not focusing on Carlos's race. He wasn't really. He just. I don't know. He's just his qualifying was pretty decent, but he qualified. Um, no, his qualifying was terrible. Sorry, what, what am I saying? He from eleven to yeah. fifth. Yeah, he went from eleven to fifth. Though his qualifying yeah, was but, poor. His qualifying was very poor. But, but he, qualifying up on Sunday, you're fine. His qualifying wasn't great. Yeah, but he not everything. He was just every race. I'm honest. My one of my worst drivers is. Danny Rick, I think he could yeah, have a lot I more think, yeah, with yeah, the pace yeah. that Lando had. I think Daniel Rick had a worse race than uh, Carlos and Carlos did. Any day, any day. Especially because he outqualified Lando, and then look at how he paced. Like, look at how his race went. But to be I'm fair, Lando page. was Lando had P three apart from that two centimeter over. Yes, he Lando did. had Lando had an amazing race and an amazing qualifying. Work. Danny had a like Danny Ricardo. He qualified P six uh-huh. and f- and finished P six. He's definitely not in the I bottom five. I thought. Uh, no, no he qualified P six. No, but he he he. Keep in mind the gap between six and five was like thirty five seconds. It was not. It, he I don't think like especially considering his teammate who was in the same car as him. Uh, was all, like all, probably a good forty-five seconds ahead of him at the end of the race. No, it was like twenty. No, the, I swear to God, the gap between four and or five and six was massive. Uh, oh, the gap between five and six, yeah, it was like twenty, twenty-two seconds, twenty-four seconds. Daniel Ricciardo qualified six, kept the car on the track, dealt with the conditions handsomely, and finished P six. Got some points for the team. It wasn't. We're not talking about drivers who had average races. We're talking about drivers who had below par. George Russell. So then I don't know why Carlos Sainz is 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 you know coming out, coming out because yes he had a poor qualifying, but I don't think he had a, a, a below average race in any ter- in any term. 
You started well, P11, Gregor finished P5. Thing. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm well, on the same page as you, Arya. I honestly have no idea how he finished P5 now. I'm looking Doesn't back. Doesn't really I mean, matter. He all did I it. Remember, all I remember is him going off the track every single chance he got, pretty much. Uh, yeah, but he, he, listen. To be fair, he spun. As long as you cross the line. He, did, he, he spun a bunch, but as long as you cross the line in the position you, you finish in, good on you, dude. I'll take it back. But we're not. Put, we can't put Danny Ricardo on that. I'm not saying uh, he's in the top five. I oh, I don't think he's the worst driver. I just I was just using him as an example because I think yeah. that uh, mm -hmm. he had a like Carlos Sainz had a better race than him. Personally, yeah. Okay, so our number three or my number three, Yuki Tsunoda. Yeah. You think he had a bad race? I agree. Uh, yeah, four out of ten. Yeah, pretty easy. Got uh, two crash qualifying. Made up ten positions. He was amazing. Uh, I said it was like a 7 out of 10 or 6 out of 10 before, but I'm going to change it to like a 5 or a 4. Yeah, I think he had he... a good race. I think he had a decent race for a rookie. Mm -hmm. Looking at the pace that Alphatari had, I expect him to be in the points at least, at, at a bare minimum to say. Yeah, he was, he was okay. Nothing special. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm, I'm... qualifying. He was in the points, let it all slip away. You know, it wasn't the worst race, but it wasn't it wasn't good either. And this is why my number's two spot, Mick Schumacher. He didn't have a good weekend, but he's a rookie. It was his first time racing a Formula One car in the rain. Uh I don't he's driving the Haas car. He's driving a terrible car. I don't think that I think that he he outperformed Mazepin. Latifi's on number two, and then Russell number one. As your worst yeah, drivers, I think, I think Russell, Russell had a was decent my worst race driver, for I, sure. I think Williams. Russell had a decent race going into, uh, you know, his incident. He was, Williams, he was in the points yeah. at one point. He, I, I don't know. I don't think he was the worst driver. Yeah, we've seen the Williams. Had is, we've seen it so many times with Russell. He's he's fighting for that one point and then he just loses it and makes a rookie mistake. Yeah, yeah. The qualifying P13 was amazing from him. Probably one of the best qualifying he's done. But yeah, he did. He don't yeah. get me wrong. I don't disagree that he he needs to work on stop making silly mistakes when trying to like oh, like trying to like like keep that point or fight for that point. He does it all the time. But it's okay. I don't necessarily think I would give him the worst driver of the weekend. Maybe he might he might be part of my top five worst drivers. I don't know number one. I think it's a little much. Oh no, we started. Uh, sorry, the number the, five. Was number five. Yeah, the, the number five is the driver who was did the worst this weekend. This is the fifth worst driver. Oh, okay. sorry for confusing. Yeah, I'd kind of. You confused I'd that. Sorry. That was very confusing. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's, what's our list? It's so Valtteri is the worst driver. Al thirty second, Yuki was third. Noda, yeah. Number two, we can give it to Schumacher, and I guess number one, Nikita Mazepin. I said Latifi. Uh, so I, I think, I think Schumacher had a better race than Mazepin. Schumacher crashed under the safety car, which is just, which is pathetic. Like, yes, but but to be fair, Leclerc spun out on the Leclerc spun out on the formation lap. Sometimes you just lose the car. Yeah, but. And, and to say Mac it's a rookie mistake, he's deaf. He is for sure a rookie. Mm -hmm. This is only his second that car. Race. You, you're basically. I think. I think Hamilton will be a rookie in that car. Oh my god, that car's so bad. The car is. I bad. call. I call it the but Cold War car. Top five drivers. I, I was just, he was. He was. 
he was being very aggressive trying to heat up those tires i think he was just getting freaked out he's like i need to heat up these tires i don't want to spin i don't want to crash i need these tires heated up and he was just making too many moves going too aggressive and the car just stepped away from him but i think so schumacher and mazepin will put fairly interchangeable Williams had an amazing race. The car was strong on that track. Both Williams took advantage of it. Russell did crash out. So did both um, so did Latifi. Yeah, I'm being honest. All right. Well, both we can make another change. Better. I think Schumacher and Nikita Mazepin, five out six out of ten, they finished the race. I'd give Russell and Latifi a six out of ten as well. So let's move on. Well, to be honest, I would they're pretty interchangeable. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Latifi and Russell a lot, lot, lot worse. Fifth best driver of the weekend. Fifth best. Um, Science. Science, probably. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think what the top five is. Literally what the top five is. Yeah, uh, no, I, w- I, think, I think Norris had a better race than Hamilton did. I mean, like, the people, not, not the ranking-wise. The people, the uh, drivers. Yeah, that's a, well, yeah, that's pretty accurate, actually. Of, like, one through five is one through five, honestly. I think, I think like, I'll put Hamilton as second best. And then, to be honest, Max... Of well, but not as well as Norris and Hamilton did. I don't agree with you. I think Max's race was flawless. How are you? He, he had a. He had flawless, a. But I think Whoa, Norris. What's going on here? He said what's that. He said Norris that. Surprised us with that. What's, that pace. what's going on here? Yeah, but after okay, we had a we had a red flag, and at the end of the race, uh, what what's his face? Um, hold on, Max, I, I had to pull that. Max was twenty two seconds ahead, qualified P three. Yeah. By. Seven yeah, one hundredths of a second. Yeah, and literally exactly twenty two seconds ahead of Lewis. Sorry, after Arian, getting, after a red flag, Arian. Arian is just getting bombarded right now by me and Mark. Uh, yeah, I I, mean, I, 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 don't, I don't feel, feel bad at all. Hamilton, that was a ridiculous comment to make. Sorry, sorry. Arian. I expect that from Max, though. I expect him to be twenty two seconds ahead. Expect sure. Oh, Mark, Mark, me and you had this argument when we did our race review, our season review last year. You were like, Charlotte Clara had a better season last year than Max Verstappen. Yeah. I almost had to quit the podcast. I honestly argued. I don't know if you listened to that episode or if any of you guys remember that episode. Honest, I think he had a, he had a pretty decent season. He, I think he yeah. leveled up to Max for sure. See, that's oh, that's okay, that okay. Hold on, Arian. That's where we ended off. That's where we ended off that argument was that they were pretty on par because yes, Max finished higher. But Leclerc outperformed his car substantially yeah. more. Anyway, we're not going back to that because I can see Adam cringing in, in yeah. like on the video. Thank you for keeping us on track, Mark. Yeah, I think. I would you have Norris had than Hamilton at least? I'm going to put that? Ricardo in the fifth best. Over who? Qualified. Carlos. Same. Carlos finished fifth, but he With a barely finished the race. He could not keep that car on the track to save his life. And I just think yeah, he, he, still, he still had P5. doesn't matter how you get it. It just matters if you got it. I mean, sure, but he also finished 27 seconds. Or sorry, not 27. 24 seconds ahead of, of Danny. You can spin out as many times as you want to stay 25 or 24, 24, 25 seconds ahead of the sixth place driver in like in your fifth place car. It's pretty, incre- and pretty impressive. And a Ferrari that, everyone thought, was, that everyone thought was going to be slow this weekend. Mark, you're right. You're right. I've changed your mind. You've, wow, you guys, uh, you guys really influenced me on this podcast today. You got me from saying that uh, Ricardo or Sainz was the third worst driver on the grid to being the fifth best. But I agree. Sainz, 7 out of 10. You know, he finished only two seconds behind Leclerc. 
Mm-hmm. He had a great. He did have a good race. Besides him, you know, being Spinning like his father, thing, yeah. going on the gravel, and yeah. So honestly, it's kind of rare that this happens, but I would. Yeah, Adam is yeah. usually pretty Carlos hard-headed. Sainz. I like to see this. <laughs> Carlos signs in fifth, six out of ten. Yeah, seven out of ten. Uh, Leclerc. Yeah. Wait, fourth. did you just rank him six yeah. out of ten, and then you also seven. ranked the Williams six I'm, out of ten, who both tiered out? <laughs> Seven, I corrected it. God. I'm with Ghost. I don't agree with Adam. Cry me a river, Mark. (laughs) Ferrari team sucks. I know that you're tracking stuff, but still. Okay, fine. (laughs) Hold on. I'm trying to find out where. I'm trying to find. Hold on. Where did he finish? Oh, wait. 11th. Oh, continue. Okay. Signs qualified 11th. Wait, we didn't talk about Sergio Perez. He's definitely one of the top five worst drivers. No, he got he got P two in qualifying and then was yeah, but then you know, yeah, but are we talking about the race or the weekend? Because that's something we should have talked yeah, about. The then. weekend, weekend, oh, it's the weekend. Think... It's the weekend. It's your qualifying. P two in qualifying, like qualifying matters. Yeah, but P two in qualifying and he finishes P eleven. Like you don't you don't you don't get points on on a Saturday, do you? Look at look at him. Like yeah. that, way you can say <laughs> that way you can say Carlos Sainz finished eleventh and he finished P five in the end. He qualified 11th and found P5. He's one of our best drivers. Yeah, why isn't why is Sergio five. who qualified P2 to P11? Why isn't he one of our worst drivers? Because Sergio Perez was he went off the track less times. At least I think it was less times. Don't quote me on that uh, under podcast listeners. He did, he did went off the track less times than signs. It just was in a fashion at the very end where he cost him. He spun in the same place that Raikkonen spun. He made one mistake, and it just cost him a lot more than Hamilton's mistake, which he made yeah. in a similar fashion and got P2. So are you going to judge him based on his lap times and his – or just I mean, to solely... be honest, like, even Chris – No, Christian I feel Hornet like you should judge him free... where he finished. And that was out of the <laughs> points. Okay, so then <laughs> if it's solely where you finish, then it would hap- then the top five is – Verstappen, Luke, Hamilton, Norris, Leclerc, Sainz. That that was Norris actually my Hamilton, top five for sure. Yeah, that was that was entirely Norris my top Hamilton. five for this weekend. Okay, pretty rare occurrence <laughs> that that happens. But yeah, no, I, I, I don't I disagree with you, but this weekend, well. Gasly drove all right, but it, I think that like okay, yeah. Max had a flawless I mean, race, Lewis had a, a pretty incredible race, Lando, the tire strategy and and his protection of third place was like like pretty freaking dope. Uh, Charles had a good race. Yeah. He, I think he would have had a podium uh, if it weren't for Lewis being Lewis. Uh, and Carlos Sainz had a great race. That's that's my top five, honestly. My top five is going to yeah. be similar, but I'm going to it's going to be the exact same. But I'm going to switch Hamilton and Norris. Hamilton. Oh, oh yeah, I, that, was, that wasn't necessarily in order. I agree. I think L- oh, L- yeah. Lando had a better race than Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Match just happened. 100%. Ten out of ten. He made no critical errors. He had one slide, and I, my, like, I actually, he, he actually gave me a heart attack when he was under the safety car. <laughs> started spinning, and what a master stopping thing to do to spin and to recover and finish third. He did that Brazil twice. He does that all the time. The control over the car is amazing. But yeah, I, I had a heart attack. Like, I, honestly, any Red Bull fans out there, any Max Verstappen fans, you know, you had a heart attack too. But yeah, Verstappen nine. number one, ten out of ten. Norris number two, nine out of ten. Qualifying, qualified. 
he was inches, like honestly inches from qualifying P3, but P7. Uh, so eight out of 10 Hamilton made a mistake. Good recovery drive. P2 was pretty much where he was going to finish from the start unless something magic happened and good. And then yeah, Leclerc solid. He extracted a lot out of that Ferrari. Yeah, just solid for like qualified fourth, finished fourth, solid mm-hmm. overall race. I don't have a lot of complaints out of him. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, so I'd give both Leclerc and Sainz like a seven, like a high seven, eight out of 10. Yeah. yeah. Seven, but, okay, eight for sure. Here's my issue with, with that. It's, I think that that's not like an appropriate ranking, but you also gave the people who were in the bottom five like a six, like a five. Okay, I gave so. Nikita Maz. I gave Nikita Mazepin, and I gave George Russell had a very good race, except he didn't uh, finish. He I feel like you can't give anyone more than he like a four it. if you don't finish the race. Russell you crashed can't. out in a racing incident that was not his fault. Latifi, that one was his fault. But Russell six out of ten. Easy six. I mean, to be honest, apart from Yuki, there's no one that I can excuse finishing where they are. He's a Yuki is a rookie. If you any mistake he made, I'm like, okay, it's only his second race in Formula One. But I mean, I Sergio, feel like you can excuse TV anyone. Or... Like, they, you know, they, they have a bad. Yeah, but then it's it's, it's... Apart, apart from Russell and Yuki, I think. But like, right. like well, Latifi fucking just came on back on track and ruined his race. Yeah. That's the thing, yeah, gotta, the thing is, the racing race. is racing. Right, like, anything can happen. We got to wrap this up. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're yeah. an hour we're 25. Five. Yeah, top five. Verstappen, 10 out of 10. Yep. Number yeah. two, uh, Norris, 9 out of 10. Yep. Lewis, okay, five. Yep. 8 out of 10. 8 or 9, nine out of 10. Out of 10. Yeah, we'll nine. give him a 9. Eight and Leclerc, I'll say 8 and a half. 8 and a half. Yeah, 8 and a half. Leclerc, 8 out of 10. And Carlos Sainz. 10.58. Uh, yeah, like I'd give him a low eight, high seven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have anything else we want to go over? Anything you guys want to say? Uh, no, apart from the fact that I don't want the tractor finishing poor P4 and P5. Okay, I don't know. Okay, four. that's the fourth time this podcast. Next week, I'm going to need you to come up yeah. with something new if you're going to diss him. Yeah, we'll, we'll come up gonna... with some new content in terms uh, of tractor jokes. Yeah, I, I, I want some more as a spin this time. Uh, all right. Anyway, um, follow us on Instagram. Right, well, <laughs> yep. Follow us on Instagram, uh, like Twitter, the TikTok, uh, at the Undercut Pod. Yep. Go to our website www.theundercutpod.ca. We're coming back yep. with YouTube. Am I missing anything, lads? Nope. This podcast is posted on YouTube. Uh, you will be posted. We have our videos. You guys can see our uh, our faces and see mm-hmm. the progression and our passionate <laughs> arguments over who's good and who's not. Um, I just want to give a quick uh, shout out. This is a personal thing, but uh, Adrian, uh, Adrian was my boss last year at my uh, summer job, and he gifted me the microphone that I'm using now, and has helped me. He kind of encouraged me and helped me to start the Undercut Podcast. So I just wanted to give him a quick shout out, Adrian. Uh, thank you very much for uh, showing me that I could like how to start the podcast to get things rolling when I originally started it in August. Thank you for the mic. I appreciate it. And yeah, and that's pretty much that's pretty much everything, guys. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Like Mark said, check us out on socials. We're hitting TikTok. I'm gonna we're gonna start uploading. Make the account tomorrow. Check out uh, our blogs. Yep, got the blogs coming yep. out this week. We'll have at least three blogs out this week. One coming out tomorrow. Uh, check us out on YouTube. And thank you much for listening. And we will talk to you later. Have a good one, okay. guys. All right, peace.
Bye, everyone. Bye.